Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon. Hi, Terrence. Hi, Daniela Platt. What's going on, my friend? Oh, my gosh. Welcome to our sixth episode of Looking Good with Daniela and Tea Coffee, our fashion and lifestyle talk show featuring creatives and entrepreneurs who do it all despite it all. I remember sitting in my car chatting with you about ideas and brainstorming, and we're at our sixth episode. Here we are. Here we are. I'm Danielle. And I'm Terrence Coffey. We are creative connoisseurs who look forward to just sharing our voices from inside the business of fashion, along with others in our creative fashion and lifestyle world. Creativity is all heart. And this show is here to inspire the inner you. So make sure to follow us. And today we have a lot of giveaways with contests from Mother's Day and happy Mother's early Mother's, mother's Day to all to you, Daniela, and to all the oh, other yeah. out there and my mother as well. Um, and spring, spring is here and it's among us. Uh, follow us at Looking Good Yaya on Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow me Terrence, at Terrence Antonio. And we have the contest that we have today, we want you to like, tag, and share. So follow us now. We're super excited. And you all know all episodes are taped live and will be on social media and streaming TV to millions of viewers out there. And, we ha- and we've had some fun segments. You may have seen a few already as this is our sixth episode, as Daniela said. Yeah, some, of the yeah. ones, some of the ones in the past, Be Fabulous, Behind the Scenes. And today, let's face it, I'm talented. So let's get started. Danielle, I'm going to turn it back over to you. Thank you. There's an echo on my computer. I'm trying to find it. So hi, everybody. Just a little bit about me. I'm Danielle Platt. I'm known to be a vibrant ball of energy, a brand strategist for fashion and lifestyle brands, a connector in the business of fashion, media, and lifestyle. I can't believe it. I've been doing this for two decades. I even, in fact, wrote a book on it called Looking Good, which teaches creatives how anybody can have a clothing line and sell it like crazy. The book is on Amazon. But the reality is, is, is my favorite thing is taking people's art, their heart, your message from above the keyboard to the street, hearing your story, whether it's working on your merch, your brand strategy, giving you exposure. But the greatest thing, the most fun thing is that during COVID, I learned we could have a show. It is such a treat to share your story on this platform, your journey to be seen and heard. And our audience, like you said, I mean, our audience here with the Easy Way Networks, it's more than a mil. The network itself is more than 60 million households. So it's really an impact to reach millions of people. The best part of this is having you guys join us. Exactly. So, Terrence, tell me, who are you wearing? You are. <laughs> Bright orange, and your teeth are glowing, and your face your face is sparkly. Look, it's, I just try to be all natural, Daniela. Uh, today, I'm wearing JCRT uh, CFDA designers since 2016. It's by Jeffrey and Robert, and New York Fashion Week designers. And their shirts are made on demand. These are made on demand, and it uses earth-friendly process. And also use up to 50% less water and dye. It is so comfortable. I, I don't know if I get to keep this or not, but 
This is fantastic. And I'm going to actually change into another piece later on during the show and show you guys the JCRT. If you are out there, I need this. <laughs> I like that. Made on demand JCRT's shirts. And you have a wardrobe change for us later. I love all these looks. You're, you're bringing style for men before they, you even had one a couple of weeks ago that just hit, that just hit. Everybody you bring is about to blow up. So everybody should know, keep sending you clothing. You get, you have it first. Terrence has it first. Yeah. Um, all right. So before we jump into a commercial break, I'm just going to introduce our guest of the day. We have Melissa Shea. She is the founder and CEO of the Fashion Mingle. She's also the creator of the official New York Fashion Week networking party. She's produced fashion shows with unique themes such as Times Square Fashion Week and Cover Girl New York Fashion New York Fashion Week designer pop-up. Kat Oshman, she is a global swim designer for brands you've seen on beaches worldwide, brands like BCBG, Max Azria, and Tahari. Kat, she is on a mission to empower people to, bu- to build confidence and embrace their beauty from the inside out to become bold believers in who they are so they can live a more fulfilling and vibrant life. She's here to share trends for swim and some gateway tricks so you can feel confident to get your toes back on the sand this summer. We have a commercial. Kobe Rat. The reluctant reminds me of you. Just like that. Yo, we're going to meet Melissa Shade. She's the founder and CEO of Fashion Mingle. Hi, Melissa. To watch because we, of course, have not had our party during COVID and I really miss it. <laughs> I, that's awesome. Thank you for joining us uh, this afternoon. Just, just a little bit about Melissa. Um, with over 20 years, Melissa has over 20 years of fashion and tech industry experience, and she is fueled by a love of learning about the next new thing and has built the first platform to connect local fashion communities in every major city in the world. That's awesome, Melissa. And she has managed media teams for New York Fashion Week and was the creator of the official New York Fashion Week networking party, which I've attended and held every season since 2017. And Fashion Mingle clients include international fashion and beauty industry professionals and is known for producing fashion shows with unique themes such as the Times Square Fashion Week and 
CoverGirl New York Fashion Week designer pop-up. Melissa loves creating experiential events and like New York fashion and industry tours and influences unscripted, as well as the iconic venues like the Sydney Opera House and Argentina Consulate. Let's, let's play another segment about Melissa. <laughs> Great experience. It's so much diversity here. People are coming from all over, actually, all, all over the world, actually. So, sharing these different stories, different companies, making them come together, I think it's great. That's exciting, Melissa. Thank you. So we want to start with the, with some questions, and I'm going to turn it over to Daniela, and we're going to start. Let's chat about your amazing fashion mingle. Yeah. Well, first of all, I have the chills watching those videos. I don't know about you guys, but do you want to go? I want to be under those lights, drinking those cocktails. You want to get dressed. You're, you're doing it. Um, but that just really made me, that really made me so excited. I think the minute that we can get back there. Yeah. That really made me want to do it. I know that it, 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 it's hard to watch something, those clips and just remember what it felt like to be there. Tell um, me about it. We'll, we'll be back soon. Hopefully. Yeah. We will remember this. I was joking. I remember this time as blurs day. Like, yeah. COVID. No, we're back here. So, <laughs> and, I mean, Melissa, we mentioned, let's start with your story. I mean, we mentioned you started off in tech and now you're in glitz and glamour. <laughs> During your yeah. fashion week, you created the fashion mingle. What inspired you to even create the fashion, the fashion mingle? What was your aha moment that really set, that really sparked? sparked you to create this well it was really a, a geek to glam situation um i was i had a, a marketing web development business freelance my my clients were just your standard you know industry clients from every background and i just by chance met somebody in the fashion industry and I was living in Austin, Texas. And, you know, everybody in Austin is always thinking about what they, you know, what is the next new thing they can build? And I was no exception. I, I was always thinking of business ideas because you're completely surrounded by entrepreneurs all the time. And when I had this conversation um, with someone from the fashion industry, she was telling me 
how difficult it was for people in the fashion industry to actually have a successful business, run it full time, uh, you know, and not have to do it as a side gig. And I thought that was really uh, odd because I worked with businesses, all of my clients running their business full time. So I was like, what's the problem? What's the disconnect? So I just, I'm a, I'm a problem solver. So I was like, let me find out. So I started hanging out with Cheryl and we uh, went to lots of fashion events in Austin. I started meeting people and I, and I just started asking about people's barriers to success. Mm -hmm. And what I realized was that because the fashion industry is full of creative people, they're less likely to uh, want to spend time on marketing and technology because they want to spend all their time on creating. And so I got to thinking, how can I help them? Because what I did realize about the fashion industry was that I loved everybody in it. You know, I was from the tech side. It was, you know, like, boring, dry stuff, you know, uh, but I loved the, just the, the personalities of people in the fashion industry. And, uh, and so I set off to try and see what I could do to help. And so uh, I knew that the first thing was that people have to be connected. And so I created a, um, a fashion directory for the Austin fashion industry as a beta, ran that for a little while learned, um, you know, started interviewing people in the fashion industry to learn about the industry and learn about the barriers to success. And then um, Cheryl and I both had media experience. She had been a fashion reporter before and uh, and I had done photography before. And so she had a video camera. I had a camera. Uh, we applied to go to New York Fashion Week when it was still at Bryant Park. Uh, we had to um, beg and beg and finagle our way in. And we made it in. And I've been running the media team at Fashion Week ever since. That's that's awesome, Melissa. Love that story. So your core mission, as, I, as I've been reading your information in your bio, your core mission is to solve a problem for fashion industry entrepreneurs. Right. So how do you do this? Well, we created a global fashion directory and that has over uh, 100 categories because what I learned about the fashion industry is that the skill sets are very specific and you really need to have people that are, that are very targeted uh, to help you uh, you know, do what you need to do in fashion, especially for designers. And so I built a platform. I mean, I say I, I manage the project. I, of course, had a developer. And, uh, and so we built the platform so that no matter where you join from anywhere in the world, if you're the first person in that city, you automatically create a local fashion directory. So then it grows virally and people are connected by category and by their by their city. And so that's the first step. And that's what we have uh, that you can go to right now. You can sign up for free and become a member of your local fashion community. And and we also have other um, membership levels and services that you can uh, that you can take advantage of if you want promotion. The other thing that we're doing that I'm very excited about this year is we're launching phase two, which is a jobs portal. The most important thing about this entire uh, business is that we get people work and that in the fashion industry 
it's very unique compared to other industries. Sure, you people want full-time jobs, part-time jobs, freelance projects, but people are also uh, involved in the, even at the highest levels. They use volunteers for events. They do bartering. They do collaborations, and those are unique things that are that you couldn't just go out to a site like Indeed and find. So our jobs portal is going to allow our members to post jobs no matter what kind of project it is, whether it's a traditional full-time job all the way down to a collaboration, internships, things like that. Anything the fashion industry needs, they'll be able to find it on Fashion Mingle. I love that. I love everything you're doing at the Fashion Mingle. I love that you came up with a, this idea and you're revolutionizing. You're bringing the community together. The apparel industry has, has always been known to be a family, but at the end of the day, we have to make money. But right. in the process, you're bringing people together to support each other. And everybody, like you said, has that very specific niche. And you could really see incredible things happen. Mm -hmm. Um, but let's go to New York Fashion Week. So often, New York Fashion Week, like you said, I mean, I remember growing up seeing it, um, seeing it at Bryant Park. Mm -hmm. It is really an unbelievable thing that's out there and you're heavily involved with. I know you love talking about it and you've created these epic, these epic events. Um, it's so glamorous on the outside. Can you share what really happens behind the scenes? A lot of very hard work. <laughs> Lots of hard work. I would I, I would say my time covering New York Fashion Week is some of the most exhausting periods of my life. Uh, you know, as a media team, uh, you know, we we um we usually have uh five to six people on the team. Uh, you know, just to get into Fashion Week is very, very difficult and it's changed a lot over the years. And so um it it there was a period when it was easier at Lincoln Park. It was actually, uh, I mean, Lincoln Center. It was actually very easy to get in. So that was the heyday and we had so much fun. But then now uh, Fashion Week is located in lots of different venues around the city. There's lots of different production companies putting on the shows. So it, it's no longer just like, you know, apply, get your press pass. You can get in anywhere. You actually have to uh, apply with each individual designer's PR team to get permission. So that's a big hurdle. It's it means that, you know, there you used to have, you know, maybe like 500 members of the press uh, in the on the press risers at Lincoln Center. And now maybe there's 20, <laughs> you know, so it, it's a huge, huge difference. And so, um, you know, the process is, you know, you you have to have a subscription to a specific to the CFDA calendar to be able to get the PR um, lists and then you have to send out the requests and all the requests come in, all the responses come in at like the very last minute. So you're scrambling to put together your schedule, um, put together your media team, figuring out who goes where and making sure you don't miss any interviews, you know, cause the most important thing is that if you're a part of the media team, you have to be very reliable so that you can build a relationship with the PR companies. So, you know, it takes a lot of coordination to make sure that, you know, you actually do your part. And, you know, the thing about Fashion Week is it takes a lot of different people doing their part in order to pull this off. And a lot of the people are volunteers. Um, I've had a lot of people ask, like, well, how do you make money off of going to New York Fashion Week? And I'm like, 
You don't make money going to New York Fashion Week. You spend money going to New York Fashion Week. Yes, you do. Yeah, I mean, it's like you have to think of it like a, a like maybe a trade having a booth at a trade show. You know, you would pay six thousand dollars, you know, to have a booth at a trade show, and maybe you'll get a sell, maybe you won't. You know, I mean, it's just the nature of of the industry, and but the the networking opportunities that are so important to your business. And when we were at Lincoln Center, the networking was fabulous because everything was very concentrated. You would run into the most amazing people in the world just walking Mm -hmm. down the hallway. And then when all of that ended with, you know, moving to different studios around the city, um, I, I was like, it's such a shame that we don't have that anymore. I missed it so much. And we were when we started building fashion mingle the 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 current platform that we mm-hmm. have we la- we were ready to go live um in 2017 right before fashion week so we said well, you know what let's do the launch at new york fashion week let's have a networking party because nobody's doing this and it's something that everybody desperately needs because they come in from all over the world and you come and you do your show, you maybe you you've got some meetings, but you don't really get a chance to really get to know more people and expand your network. So that's why we started having the parties and that's it's awesome. it, and we we have a very unique um uh, format for the party. We've got the cocktail party with the Getty photographer, the red carpet experience, but we also have speed networking. So, um, so that is, so what I like to think of is like some people are extroverts and are a hundred percent comfortable in a party situation. Other people are introverts and we want to make sure that they feel comfortable at the party too. So that's why the speed networking works because then they can, you know, have a planned period to sit down across from somebody in the industry and ask advice. And we always have about five experts in uh, who are the, the featured networkers. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, we feature people that, um, are in different parts of fashion week um, jobs so that, you know, you can actually go in and talk to people who really can tell you, um, you know, share their experience, you know, like modeling agencies, uh, stylists, uh, PR companies, uh, fashion photographers, influencers, you know, all the people that make fashion week happen are the, are the kind of person that you can actually walk up and, and talk to uh, during our speed networking sessions. And that leads me and Melissa, that leads me to my next question. Um, just I've also produced several shows during fashion week for the CFDA to carry hammer um, I can name a laundry list of designers that I've had the privilege of producing fashion shows for for New York Fashion Week. And like you said, it's a different. I never got a chance. I moved to, when I moved to New York. Bryant Park was here for maybe like two years, and then it moved to Lincoln Center. So I never really got a chance to do any shows at Bryant Park, but yes, at Lincoln Center, and now all over the city. Mm-hmm. So um, this leads me to my next question. Have you seen any cool success stories of New York Fashion Week during COVID? You know, we saw a few runway outside shows Mm -hmm. in the snow and Mm -hmm. even many more online. 
And I actually got some invitations to several of those that were in the snow. I didn't go because <laughs> I wasn't. I want to go. <laughs> Next time, Daniela, I will I will send you the invitation. You just fly over here and you can go sit out in the snow. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I love New York Fashion Week, but no. But yes, Melissa. Um, so any success stories during? Well, um, you know, definitely. And let's see, we're coming up on September. So in February, um, I, I thought that, you know, several people did some very interesting things. Um, one, of, one of the really uh, great shows that are that are very accessible for uh, people to attend, but also uh, to for designers to, to be in is, um, uh, you know, there's several on, you know, that are different levels, of course. And so you want to find ones that are, you know, like doing outside shows in for a COVID situation, but because it was February, it was pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so very cold. <laughs> the problem, but, um, you know, but I thought that, you know, everybody, uh, did, a, a, you know, a good job. And I, I was, I was actually kind of surprised at how many designers were, uh, really interested in, in showing even in February during COVID. I mean, I, that, that's some true commitment, you know, and, and just like, passion for growing your brand it you know to have it um you know during covid and as far as i know nobody got infected <laughs> so that's i think good. That's the success that's good story right there uh, <laughs> you know we did have our media team out and you know it, people you know it, th there was certainly reports that maybe covid um you know social distancing wasn't always being you know, uh, followed expertly, but you know, it's very hard in those situations because everybody's just so excited to be at something. I mean, we had that experience when we produced Times Square Fashion Week, we were actually the uh, Times Square Fashion Week was the first event in Times Square, uh, for since quarantine. And that was the last September and, and they're having it again this September. And so the, the owner of Times Square Fashion Week is Dee Rivera, DCG Public Relations. And so she owns Times Square Fashion Week, Hamptons Fashion Week, Latinista Fashion Week. And so we worked with her last year to produce the Times Square event. And, uh, you know, of course, we were just a wreck about making sure that, you know, everybody followed protocol and we didn't have any problems. Um, but, you know, as everybody got excited and talking and everything, it was certainly um, hard to keep. There was it was very difficult to keep the six feet, you know, but nobody got COVID, so we were very happy about that. <laughs> I love that the success story of runway shows for New York Fashion Week in the snow. Nobody got COVID. Exactly, fashion goes on. Yes. That's the headline. Of course, <laughs> fashion continues. Yeah, I heard you talking. Actually, you were talking on a clubhouse with some people from New York Fashion Week a couple of months ago, and we were talking about what people can expect in the fall. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking is going to happen for hey, September? I, I think it's going to be just like um, everything's going to be great because the governor of New York just announced that everything's going to be open as of May fourteenth. 
everything's back to 100% capacity. So, of course, people will be required to wear masks, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And maybe in the in the uh, fashion shows, the, the seating, they won't let as many people in, so there can be, you know, uh, less crowds. You know, the, the big problem I see is is actually just the production part because – the, the back, um, you know, the backstage area of, as T Coffee knows, it's pretty crowded back there. It's, a it's lot very crowded back there. I mean, you have in that back of house, you have, you have the stylists, you have the dressers, you have the hair team, you have your makeup team, and then you have all the clothes. You have the rolling racks, you have the steamers, you have the tables, you have the shoes laid out with, you know, <laughs> And you have you have to run a show on the wall. You have to you have all of their personal belongings. That back a house. I I don't know how we're going to master six feet in that back a house. We can wow. do it though because fashion people are magical people. So we will yeah, be able to. Absolutely. Do that. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that a, makes you figure out the solution real quick. <laughs> I, I've always been on the front of the house as a journalist and working for the apparel news for more than a decade. I've always been in the front of the house, you know, sitting in my seat wondering why is the show, what what is going on? Why is it taking so long to see people? Um, what's going on back there? There's a lot going on back there. So exciting. Um, I I really love it. And I'm so excited to hear you just said that May 14th, we're kind of getting back to 100%. And that's September. I literally felt like chills on my arms. You know, I'm really excited to hear hear that things are getting back to normal. And people are loving it. Show producers I know are getting hit up really uh, hard with requests. So I think people are ready to go. We are. We've been ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Melissa, exciting. Tell us about some success stories and and epic failures. Oh, uh, success stories and epic failures. You mean from Fashion Week or just trying to build the platform? (laughs) I would say both. I mean, let's 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 say both. Both. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the way I look at when we, when we put on events in, um, during fashion week, the way I look at it is you always have to expect one thing to go wrong. And if you expect one thing to go wrong, then you're not going to be stressed out and, you know, be upset because then you're well, okay, that's what went wrong. And I got that out of the way, you know, (laughs) It's always something, right? I mean, tea coffee isn't that. Don't isn't something always going wrong? It's always if if something. I always tell. I teach at the fashion FIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology. I always tell my students, if it does not go wrong, something is wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good motto. Believe Definitely. that. Yeah, I would say one of the worst things that ever happened was um, we had our media team. This was at Lincoln Center. We had all this great access interviewing designers backstage for three days. Um, And, you know, and of course it it lasts a week, right? So we were just like doing interviews day and night, day and night, day and night. And then finally, after about three days, I was like, okay, well, let me download all this off my memory cards, get it over the videographer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, And then I listened to the first uh, audio and there was no, there was no sound. And then I listened to more and there was no sound. 
And then I listened to more and there was no sound. And what had happened was the batteries had died in the microphone and oh, there was no wow. way to, to, there was no like visual way to know that. And so that was a big lesson learned to me that mm -hmm. always bring headphones, always do a test, you know, don't start an interview, uh, you know, until you know for sure that you've got audio. Uh, so that, that was really horrible. <laughs> I don't know if I'll Melissa, ever that. <laughs> There's Melissa, always something. There's always yeah. something. Melissa, another good point to that is, and I tell my teams, is that if you are going to do the interviews, do the interviews at least an hour and a half out. Mm -hmm. So you can do your audio testing at least an hour before that. I yeah, know it sounds yeah. crazy. And, and No, you have to. If anything's going to go wrong, it's audio. Yes. I mean, that is, it, I swear, it's just the devil every, and the every details. single mm -hmm. time. If there's a problem, it's audio. Yes. Yeah. I, I will agree. And people can be forgiving if video is a little bit off, but you have to be crystal clear. You have clear to have audio. You have, you have to have, have your sound. Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely do. Because, I mean, there's a lot you can do if the video is not good because, like, you can throw in pictures and just, you know, or you can have the, uh, you know, uh, a video of the person being interviewed, but the audio running differently. So there's lots of creative things you can do if the video doesn't work. But if you don't have the audio, you've got nothing. I hear you. Melissa, before we before we part, is there any wisdom you want to share with creatives and what's next for you and the fashion mingle? Well, you know, like I said before, we are uh, about to release the jobs portal. We are mm -hmm. uh, we are looking uh, even though we have we are in uh, over 40 countries, but we mm -hmm. are actually uh, we've got a team in India who um, wants to work with us on, on growing fashion mingle India specifically. So that's kind of an exciting thing that we have on the horizon. Um, you know, and the goal is, is that everybody is connected globally from the ground up. So no matter where you are in the world, you can find the resources you need locally or in any other city. And, um, you know, a, a good portion of our membership is located in New York city because that's where we're located. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we, we really want people from all over the world uh, to be a part of the, the Fashion Mingle community. And uh, so as far as um, this, this year with Fashion Week, you know, we are taking a very conservative approach. Um, you know, we're going, we will probably have a private party for our members on like a rooftop or something like that, just so that it's a small group of people. Of course, you two are invited. Uh, <laughs> I'm there. I'm dying to get out. I'm yeah. there. But maybe by next February, we can have the big bash again. Fingers crossed. I love it. Well, and maybe, the, and maybe, Danielle and I, maybe Danielle and I can come cover, cover your red carpet. Oh, really yeah. Have, I've got a new rose gold mic on order. I hear that story a lot from, so I'm in Los Angeles and a lot of, a lot of the manufacturers that I work with when I'm helping people develop their collection, a lot of the manufacturers will say, the owners, like Lefty, she's, she would tell me, she would say, the reason I own a manufacturing company is because when I was building my line, it was so hard mm -hmm. to find suppliers, a full service. It was really hard. So people want to offer services that are one-stop shop, that create a community that can really offer 
things to people who are coming out of design schools, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is what's so amazing about the fashion mingle is you can bring everybody together exactly. where people can collaborate, share ideas, incubate their ideas, but also have that like vouch for feeling of knowing that you're working within your family to really bring your ideas to life. So yeah, yeah it's really cool what you what you've built glo- on a global scale and seeing it all materialize and how it how it plays out. Um, can't wait for the party. And one other point too, Melissa, is that you pointed out how India is taking its its mark in, in the in the fashion space. I just finished working with a company out of India called Big Thinks, who produced a virtual fashion show for one of my clients. Okay. I'm really, really impressed with what they did, what they brought to the table. You know, we flipped the modality from live to virtual. We still had a model surge. We actually took the models and turned them into avatars. We took the designers' pieces and actually put them on the avatars. Amazing. Totally different world that we're in. So yeah. in the meantime, if we can't do it live, yeah. we found a way to do we found a way to do this virtually as well. And, and you know, I've been asked a lot lately, do you think the virtual is gonna survive once COVID's over? And you know what? What I, I, I think it's really a, a great alternative because you know, so few people can actually get to, into the fashion show. So, you know, why not have a virtual experience uh, for the people that, that don't get to come? So I hope that we can find a way to, for, for there to be space for both methods. I, I concur 100%. Mm-hmm. So you have offered a generous offer. So I'd love if you could share what offer you'd like to our audience. We're thankful for, that you can do this. And where can people where can people find you? Talk about your Friday mingles and so forth. Well, yeah, we do have uh, every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, we have our Mingle Mastermind series where we uh, give our members an opportunity to share their expertise. And uh, and so uh, each each week it's a different theme. And we, you know, we cover marketing issues. We cover business sustainability. And actually this Friday on, uh, at the end of the week, May the 7th, we, we have the first Friday of the month is always our virtual networking event. And so everybody can come on, introduce themselves, say what they're looking for and, uh, and be able to, uh, you know, make connections right there live. And what's fun about it is that people are, you know, you, you get on and you say, well, here's a problem I'm having. Here's what I'm looking for. And you've got Fashion Mingle members giving you resources right there on the fly. And so, you know, that's what I love about the the fashion community is that people really love to share and they love to help. And uh, Fashion Mingle is the best place to do it. So there you go. Platform for. But yeah, FashionMingle.com. And you get, yeah, and you have a VIP offer. Uh, yes, uh, v- VIP. I can't remember exactly if I w- wrote it out to you. You might. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> okay, so you wrote join our VIP. This is like so generous. Okay, like, thank you. Via join our VIP membership for fifty percent off with the code looking, looking good. good. One it, word. 
Um, VIP yeah, members. Like a month ago, I sent that to you, so I was like completely forgetting. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, VIP members enjoy exclusive opportunities to promote products and services, personal introductions to our trusted network of service providers. VIP is always go VIP. That's just always. in life. Always go VIP. And not only that, if you're an aspiring designer, it's a relatively reasonable investment to meet you. And you are at New York Fashion Week. Enough said. I mean, meet, <laughs> meet, meet the team yes. and really you can become your brand can explode overnight just and by knowing our, the right people. Our VIP members get into our parties for free. Oh. It pays for itself. Yes, it does. <laughs> it pays. For, all right, everybody. So it's fashionmingle.com. The code is for VIP. The code is looking good. Yeah. Thank you, Melissa. It is a real treat to see you here on our platform. I know both Terrence and I have been on platforms with you in the past for at the event that we met at, in fact, at the Fashion Deck Sustainable Fashion Forum. Um, yeah, back in October. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. that's where we all met. So it's really exciting to regroup with you and have you on our stage. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to share about Fashion Mingle's mission. And it's just been lovely getting to know you guys better as well. Likewise, Thank you. We can't wait to partner with you for events and so forth going forward. Yeah. Thank Hopefully you guys. We'll see each other soon in yes, person. I'm right, here in, I'm right here in New York, Melissa. So, so definitely. Yeah, we'll have to get together soon for sure. Totally for coffee. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Coffee, of course. <laughs> yes. So thank you, Melissa, and we'll be right back after these messages. Hi, everyone. I'm Daniela Platt. I'm a creative connoisseur, and I'm known to be a vibrant ball of energy. Welcome to Jungle, my personal collection. For 20 years, I worked at advertising agencies and fashion magazines, building brands that you know, like Skechers and Hugo Boss. I mention this because for the longest time, I wanted to have my own collection. I wanted to create something that had meaning, that had purpose, that made you feel amazing, that would fire you up. This collection, Jungle, came together when a designer friend and I wanted to create something for a gala. It started off with this scarf that you can see that totes spirit animals, coffee, because we live on it, novelty like a hammer, a designer's best friend. It was worn on Zoom screens all around the world, building unity and community, firing people up with energy. The collection jungle has grown and I'm so excited. We have t-shirts, bags, scarves available for retail and promotional use. I am so excited because this collection is here to remind you to be your ferocious, outrageous self. Tell me what empowers you. It started off with the main message. Stop playing small. Play big. You can have it all. Thank you so much for joining. I hope you enjoy Jungle, jungleandcoffee.com. I'm Danielle Platt, the designer, creator of the brand. Thank you so much. And remember, be your ferocious, outrageous self. No membership required, no permission needed. Enjoy. I'm back. We're back. There he and is. We're back. And he changed <laughs> outfits. Look, my, my stylist, Carl Ayers, is just magical. I, I mean, same designer, JCRT. And here we are. I, I want both of these. I, I just said to said to him, like, can I can I have these? Can I, you know, can you JCRT? There it is at the bottom. I said to him, can I just have both of these? They fit me perfectly. I orange is my favorite color, as you know. Yeah. I did not know that. And yes, now that I know that, I'm 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 going to make use of that point. But I do think you're setting yourself up to be an an a male 
a male icon for a lot of these young up and coming brands. I don't know if that was your plan initially, but now that we're on our sixth episode, plus you wore another new up and coming designer this past weekend at a fashion show, I think that you are about to be the new male influencer for up and coming young designers and everybody's going to be paying attention to you. They already are. I mean, you wore it first and then it was seen on Wendy's show. Yeah, that look that he brought in. Uh, what was the designer? It was um, Tel- Telfar. Uh, yes. Yeah. Telfar was on Wendy last week. And when he texted me, he said, oh, look, you're, you're, you wore it first. And it was on Wendy uh, last week. And I was like, oh, wow. So, yeah, super exciting. This was the last purchase that I made. It was at LA Fashion Week in March 2020. I was talking to um, my friend Mikey, who used to run LA Fashion Week. And we were just like hanging out, hugging, not believing this COVID thing was happening. And I bought this hat. The brand is Wyth, W-Y-E-T-H. is literally the last purchase I made. And (laughs) the next day we went into lockdown um, and I love the brand. I bought it. I bought it at the brand assembly trade show, right, you know, right off the rack, right off the trade show floor. I I love the band on that hat. Hold it down so we can see it. Yeah, that's fantastic, Daniela. Someone someone said, T, where are your glasses? I I decided to not wear my glasses today. I I, I switch it up. So you never know what you're going to get. You may get the glasses. I've never done a show, but this is the first show without the glasses. So, I also don't know. I also don't think I've seen a necklace. Well, let's introduce our guest because we can banter yeah. for hours. Well, let's yeah, introduce that. She is. She is. She is. An, she's awesome. All right. I'm about to introduce our next guest. She is wonderful, and you guys are going to love her. So. We are going to bring on Kat Oshman. She is the global swim designer for brands that might be in your closet, like Tahari and BCBG Max's Rhea. Um, Kat, are you coming on? Yeah, let's bring her on. There you are. Hi, Kat. Hi, everyone. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Kat. Hi, Kat. I'm catching up with Kat. Catching up with Kat. <laughs> I'm so delighted to see you on our show, and thank you for joining us on this journey. Um, so the swim industry has been something I've been pretty close to for the last 20 years, um, and meeting more designers and seeing the brands continuously evolve is really remarkable. So I'll just share your bio, and we'll dive in. How's that sound? Sounds great. Can I make one point, can I make one point before you start, Daniela? Actually, Kat, my first event in this fashion industry was a swimwear show down in Miami at the Macy's Aventura. And I, I just, swim is everything. It's one of the biggest businesses in this country. Even even during COVID, people are still buying swimwear. So yes. let's dive into it. Let's go, Daniela. All right, here we go. So Kat Oshman has designed thousands of swimwear styles for women of all ages, from super sexy to more conservative. Throughout her journey as a designer for 25 years, she's traveled the globe for inspiration, spoken with countless women, buyers for major retailers and specialty shops, engaged in focus groups, and spent countless hours trying on swimwear to find out what works best and what does not work. Kat, you had said to me, these are your words, shopping for swimwear can be as scary as public speaking. It's one of people's biggest fears. Imagine you're half naked in public. 
Designing swimwear is a beautiful art that marries creativity with technical expertise. It's taking a small piece of fabric that has a really big job and making it go to work. I'm delighted you're here so you could share some trends in swim, talk about body positivity, and how we can get back to the beaches with confidence this summer. We have a video to roll from you. From you. Let's see. What's... I am too. So let's so let's jump into this, Kat. So tell me a little bit. What sparked your love of, for fashion, especially designing women's swimwear? Well, growing up, I've always loved art. Um, I would draw and whatnot. And as I got a little bit older, my mom was actually in the textile industry. So I spent a lot of hours after school there. And there were a lot of trends happening, and we couldn't really afford to buy every single thing, like shoes, the latest style. So I spent a lot of time with fabric, and I actually learned how to sew in the seventh grade. So I kind of knocked off my own clothes. I upcycled them, and I would stay up all night making the next outfit to wear at school. (laughs) So that's how I did it. And I actually fell into swimwear. I went to design school, and my portfolio was basically around sportswear. I want I created a portfolio around the music industry. It was full of metallics, patent leather. There were some models that actually were wearing handcuffs because I went extreme. So imagine that on an interview. It really stopped them in their tracks. So I landed my first job at a really big swimwear company. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And that basically launched my career and I loved it. I've loved it ever since. And I've been in the industry for over 25 years. I started when I was five. That's the joke. (laughs) (laughs) So I want you to share a little bit about what we just saw on the video and how it relates to you. But you also shared your favorite part about designing swimwear. Um, you also, sh- what is your favorite part about designing swimwear? Like, what inspires you to create it? So, share a little bit about the video and what inspires you to create. Um, okay. You get to see pieces, your pieces worn around the world. Yes. So the video is just a little bit behind the scenes. There's there's a lot of hard work that goes into designing fabric and trims, and basically. Design from scratch, mm-hmm. so that's behind the scenes, and then the photo shoots is one of my favorite parts. But what I've really come to love throughout the years is my interaction with women. 
when I'm designing, I think of every single woman out there, different body types, different skin tones. And yeah, exactly. It's all about inclusivity. Yeah. And, you know, when women meet me, they get really, really excited. They're like, oh, my God, you're a designer. Not a lot of people know designers, right? But the next thing that usually comes out of their mouth is, oh, but I can't wear that. I'll never look good in that. And I'm like, yes, 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 you can. And it normally turns into kind of a mini therapy session. So that is really my passion is to encourage women to look good, feel great, and find something that's confident, you know, comfortable and will make them confident. So that is my passion. I love that, that it's so much more than a swimsuit, that you're here to make people feel really good. Um, what are the, what are important factors to look for when you're shopping for swim? Absolutely. So you want to pay attention to detail. And the first thing that's going to pop out at you is color off of a wreck, right? So color, do I like the color? Normally swimwear is a sea of black or very, very bright. So this is a very pretty solid suit. It also comes in black. We always have to have something that comes in black. Has little gold grommets, and this is over the shoulder. So you want to look for things that have adjustability and support. Does it have removable cups? Because if it does, it might tend to shift. The other thing that I love, too, is ruching. So this is a suit by Kirby and Joe, and ruching actually camouflages and makes you look slimmer. So those are some of the things. And what are the areas that you want to accentuate and want to cover? This is one of my favorite suits. It comes in a lot of different colors and prints. This is actually a black crochet and it's off the shoulder. And what I love about this suit is it kind of hides a little bit of that back arm that women are so conscious about. Oh. And it just has a little, <laughs> exactly, like you can really do what you want in this suit. Bubby so arm, we call it. Adjustable, removable straps for that strapless feel. And it comes in the dot, again, with the ruching. This is one of our top sellers. I personally love this suit. What liner are we looking at? Who am I so looking this is Tahari. There's okay, so this is your Tahari collection. I'm wearing Tahari for you. Yes. Um, this is Kirby and Joe. Okay. Kirby and Joe, Tahari. These are some of Kat's designs. Oh, we lost you there, tea coffee. Um, so we have, we have, I'm gonna, we have some trends that you put together in a little video. Why don't we play that and then we could get into some trends? Sounds great.
Hello, we lost Terrence again. Um, I love all those licks. Uh, can you share with us? So what are some of these trends that we are looking at? I know you stayed late up late at night to produce all these looks that you're working on. Yes. So the video that you just saw is actually the launch of the latest collection for BCPG, Max Azria, and BCPG Generation. And one of my favorite looks right now is a whole monochrome look where you wear the same color head to toe as you saw in the video. And this mm. is a top. This is called a poof sleeve. So this is really trending right now. This is coming in a red jacquard texture. Texture helps you camouflage. And what I love about this top is you can literally put on high-waist pants or crop shorts or beautiful skirt and look amazing. And again, it hides that self-conscious area of the arm. But no one will know. And then in the video was a red pants. I'm actually wearing the black. So what I love is these are kind I of like a, like a linen type look. It has pockets. It has slits that goes up the thigh. So when the wind kicks in, it has a little bit of that sexiness. <gasps> That's really cute. Your oops. Yes. I really mean for that to happen. Imagine that drama when you're walking in the wind and that slit just opens up just a little bit. Ruffles are really trending right now. I love this one shoulder. Very, very tropical. Okay. This is your BCBG. This is this is BCBG, right? Okay. Gonna, where can people find it? Send me so, to Hawaii. <laughs> yes. So please right now. It's on bcpg.com. A lot of the BCPG Max Azria and Generation is on the website. It just launched two days ago. So this is a perfect timing for the show. And we go into Generation, which you saw in the video. This is a really beautiful seafoam with gold foil cheetah. Skins are really hot right now. And Skins are hot. It has that whole banded feature, very supportive. I don't know about you, but I love halters, the way they look. I can't stand wearing it. So when you put on a swimsuit, think about how long you're going to wear it. If it's fashionable and uncomfortable, you're going to be tugging at it all day long. And then this is called a conversational. This is actually a peach print. Perfect for the younger gals. Kind of that whole peachy vibe. And it comes in swimwear different styles as well. And then we move into Nautica. So it's all about color and print. This is a great print. It's called Castaway. Busy but camouflage and it's going to just boost your mood when you put on this suit. And then going into Curvy Joe, this is a sewn-in cup, little fruit print. You got your Yeah, hold it close. I love it. Gorgeous. Yeah. You have your watermelon. So vibrant. Fun. Very, very Exactly. And then you go into cover-ups, which, you know, everyone's been home during the past year. People can't even think of, like, putting on a swimsuit, going on vacation, but cover-ups are the perfect gateway to inch us back out, right? So what I love about this, this is a BCBG Max Azure cover-up. It's a sweater knit. A little transparent, and what I love about it is you can wear it both ways. So you can wear the peekaboo in the front, or yeah. the in the front as well. 
And as you saw in the video, this is a gorgeous, fringy top. Mm. And what I used to do when I used to go on vacation was bring like 20 outfits because, you know, you need a big brown, right? So you want to find things that you can wear multi-ways. This top, you can wear as a V. You can wear boat neck in the back. And you can even wear it as a one shoulder. And I just love it because it's open. It creates that open breeze, very resort where it just gets you in the mood to get out there again. That's really cute. And I think when we were talking, we were, we were, we were talking about how we have been home and people want to feel confident again on the beach, but it feels really icky. We have like the COVID-15. We haven't seen people in a while. I love that you describe the cover up as the gateway back to the beach to help people really, really feel good about themselves. You have a really beautiful collection, Kat. Thank you. Yes. I'm very impressed with that, Kat. Sorry about that. We I had some technical difficulties a few seconds ago. I was... <laughs> what's next for you, Kat? So we just released the BCBG collection two days ago. People can get it at bcbg.com. What's next for you um, as as a swim designer and as a and as a woman out there, you know, really trying to empower other women to be their absolute best? Absolutely. So I want to give props to my amazing design team for working so hard year round to make sure that we have an amazing collection. And I'm all about empowering women. So mm -hmm. if you go onto my website, katoshman.com or join me on Instagram, you'll get updates. I'm going to be launching a sustainable foundation. It's going to be through crowdfunding and it's all about empowering women, building up their self-confidence because Beauty starts from the inside, right, ladies? Mm -hmm. So if we feel good, we're not only going to look good, but we're going to do some amazing things with our lives. So very, very passionate about that and diving deep. So please join me on those platforms so that you can get the updates when we do launch it. That's been a theme of our show from day one, from the resort collection. If you feel good, we look good. I always talk about the power of the power to dress like a VIP because you need to own the room and step into your greatness. Inga Goodman was here and she talked, she talks about why it's so important to look, to look rich, to dress rich. So that has definitely been a theme of our show. And yes, I mean, both men and women, we need to, look good, feel good, be our best selves, whatever it takes. I love that you're launching this foundation and that people can find out more about it on your website. What's the name of the foundation? Do you have one yet? It's going to be um, just through my name right now. I don't okay. because it's, it's literally just starting. So we're going to launch it through crowdfunding. So please join us, including men. Like men, mm -hmm. if you support women, your wife, your significant others, your mother, your yes. join us, please, because these women need our support that it's all about inclusivity. Let's let go of like people's beauty standards. We need to start from the inside and that's where I'm going with this. Beauty on the inside. I love it. Kat, any parting wisdom out there that you want to share for aspiring swim designers? How can they manifest success for their career? 
Um, any wisdom you want to share with us? So a couple of things for, for just women in general, you need the vitamin D. The sun is such a great booster. The economy needs us to travel. You need to travel, whether it's local or to the beaches, put on a swimsuit, put on some music, try it on. Not everything's going to look great on you. That's okay. Right. But find one that fits that you're going to feel and look great in. And as far as for aspiring designers, creativity is an art, right? Don't compare yourselves to other people. Work on your craft and be different and just go for it. That's what I would say to aspiring designers. Those are some great words, Kat. Um, I thank you for that. And I just want to share a little bit about, sorry about my technical difficulties. Welcome to the world of tech and TV and, and live production. I had a client last summer. We were COVID. We were sort of like getting over the, the, the craziness with it. And I style, I have a few clients that I do style. And this particular client, she was going out to the Hamptons with her family. And she's like, I, I want to go shopping for swimwear. I said, are you serious? Do you... You really want to run down to Fifth Avenue and, and run into stores and, and go do this? She's like, you know what? I put on some weight during COVID. And she literally said, you know, although I put on this weight during COVID, I, I'm happy about my body and the weight that I that I put on. So what I did, you know, I went and found maybe like three one pieces that could cover up those areas where she did gain the weight. And, and she went out to the Hamptons, you know, with her, with her family, they had, they had a great time. They masked up. I, she brought her mask. So I took her, matched her mask to the actual swimsuits. And yeah, she went, they went out to the Hamptons and had a great time. So even during this time that we're in, we can still be our best selves, regardless if we put on a few pounds during COVID. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what spandex is for, right? Because, because oh, God bless spandex. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and when you're shopping for swimwear, take your swimsuit and stretch it. Mm-hmm. Does it stretch? Right. Every swimsuit doesn't stretch the same, right? That's why we have to try things on. And you know what? Every body is a beach body. All of us, we all have beach bodies. Let's go. Let's go splash around, make some waves, and let's go to the beach. Let's have some fun. Yeah, let's, let's, exactly. have some fun. let's get that vitamin D. <laughs> um, so as we wrap up, Kat, you are so generous. You have a really nice, you want women to look great on the beach, and you want one or two women to look amazing with a raffle that you are offering. Can you share a little bit about that? Yes. So go to my Instagram. You can find me on Cat Auction and DM me. If you DM me and tell me that you saw me on this show, if you want to send me a picture of you, doesn't have to be in a swimsuit, I will put your name in a raffle. And my giveaway is for a couple people, $200, at least $200 worth of swim swag. So whether it's a swimsuit, a cover up, I'll throw in some sunscreen, some bronzer, things that's going to make you feel good to get back out there. Super exciting. Tag us also so we can give that extra boost for you. So tag looking, tag Daniela Platt or tag looking good. Yeah, yeah. Um, And tag Terrence Antonio, that's your handle. So tag all three of us so we can give you that extra boost 
Absolutely. Um, and exposure. Thank you so much. Yeah, go for it. I and mean, that's really a generous gift. And your designs for this season, I mean, two day, it's only dropped two days ago. So we are, we are excited to see your pieces, your art, your heart, your message on women all around the world on the beaches this summer. Thank you so much for, for sharing what to look for and how, to, how women can feel confident back, back in a swimsuit. She was amazing. I, I apologize for the technical difficulties, but live TV, what, we, what would we do without it? <laughs> um, thank you guys for tuning in. What a wonderful show we had today. Amazing um, show today. Parents, tell a little bit about what you do when you are not hosting what I do a little bit about what I do when I'm not here making magic with Daniela I am an event producer so just like this past weekend I produced a, an amazing wedding out in New Jersey I don't want to give a location um, on a golf course and it was just just magical and COVID friendly we we did took all the rules and made sure that the bride and groom just had a magical day. So I produce fashion shows, weddings, any kind of event that you want, birthday parties, bar mitzvah, call me and <laughs> I'm your guy. And I also do speaking. I moderate on panels. So if you need a moderator, I can come on and actually get that panel to talking and, and get those and get the message out through moderating as well. Okay, so we've got one flyer of me coming up. So I'm Danielle Platt. I am a consultant in the business of fashion because my heart wants people to tell their story and share it with the world. I help people all the way from concept to market. Take your idea, whether you came up with it in the kitchen, on the kitchen table or in the boardroom, let's take it to market. I design merch for a lot of brands because if you're not in the business of fashion, but you want merch, I will help you with it. This is the launch piece that we created, Bandanas. It was co-created with my with the designer Prada from Calabasas, as she's known. This is co-created with Inga Goodman. Um, the collection is called Jungle. It was worn around the world. Part of merch is this incredible ability to create products for charities. This is a charity. The Amazon was struck with a huge rain, a huge destruction back in February. They are under there's so much destruction that took place with our friends down in the Amazon. So this is a fundraiser for, to support, to save the Amazon. And you could shop this collection at jungleandcoffee.com. Um, yes, it is a great thing to be able to help entrepreneurs, small business owners, and influencers have accessories as well as apparel through merch. So I help people on the back end do that if you're not in business fashion. And if you have a fashion idea and you want to take it to market, I'll help you with that too. This is what I love. I love it. I love creatives. I love your story. I want to hear your idea and take it to the world. I love it. I love this show. I love you, Tea Coffee. This is awesome. Thank love you, you too, Daniela. Uh, someone just asked, am I on Clubhouse? Yes, I am on Clubhouse. Because I made him. <laughs> yeah, she forced me to get on Clubhouse. So follow us. Follow, I'm at, so my handle is Daniela R. Platt. On Instagram, I'm on. We're on all platforms. Terrence Antonio on Instagram, Facebook, and, 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 uh, and LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is just Terrence Coffee. And most of all, join us to follow the show. We are ready to book guests now for June and July. 
I'm super, so I'm, su I'm super excited about June and July, Daniela. I think it's going to be, you know, we're going to we're going to make this little we're going to keep it fashion, but we're going to bring in some more like entertainment. So we, we, we're going to take the lifestyle and bring you some lifestyle in June and July. I just can't wait for all of it. And I look forward to seeing what will Terrence be wearing. Our website, <laughs> follow us. It's looking good with Daniela and teacoffee.com. So just keep in touch with us. We have a lot of contests. We have the amazing contest from Kat Oshman that she just offered. We have a contest to win a Destiny candle by Karen Michelle. We have a contest to win customized blankets from Gooden. Go to our website, enter your name. We will stay in touch with the show and it will also allow you to win a gift from one of our partners. Um, and we have a lot of great offers from our past patrons of the show. I can't wait, like you said, for the lifestyle, what we are bringing on for June and July. Stay tuned. Thank you. Mwah.